0: Forever! Dog!
1: Welcome to another episode of Best Show Best's The Greatest Hits of The Best Show with me, your host, Tom Sharpling. If you like what you hear, make sure you join us every Tuesday night on Twitch at 6pm Pacific for a brand new episode of The Best Show featuring callers, celebrity guests, live music, and plenty of surprises. Enjoy! Hello, Best Show. Hey, Tom, it's Willie in Newbridge News. How's it going tonight? Good, good. How are you?
0: Good, good. Uh, yeah, just, just getting ready for the holidays. It kind of snuck up on me this year. I just you know, wasn't that ready for it. How about you?
1: Same same with me. I think it really did sneak up on a lot of us.
0: Uh, really, I yeah. I burnt on it already, right? What was that? I said, I'm kind of burnt on it already, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get, I get you. It's a, it's a, it's a challenging, it's a challenging way to end a year.
0: It is. It is. You know, and I'm not made of money.
1: No, me neither.
0: Yeah. I hear you. Um, uh, but on the good side, I, I've been having a great time with this, uh, that song countdown. It's really been fun.
1: Oh, cool. Thank you.
0: Um, I, yeah. I'd like to chime in if that's okay.
1: Oh yes, please. I'd love to hear it.
0: Well, Tom, I don't know about you, but for me to really connect with a song, it, it needs to come from a a real place. And that that's why all, all my favorite songs are are based on real life incidents.
1: Okay. Like what do, what do you mean?
0: Well, like uh you know, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald Gordon Lightfoot song about the the boat sinking in uh Lake Superior, uh was that nineteen seventy
1: five or something, I think. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: That that uh you know, smoke on the water with the the fire at the venue where Deep Purple was playing that night in Montro, Um uh Ohio by uh C S N Y about the sure. horrible, horrible shooting there in in uh nineteen seventy. Um uh, kickstart my heart, Motley true about, uh, Nikki Six's drug OD and getting that shot of adrenaline coming back to life. That's, that's a pretty intense one.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's, that's a song with the ripped from the headlines, so to speak.
0: Totally. Yeah. And you feel it like it's, it's, yeah, that's a very, uh, those are real, real things going on in those songs. Um, but you know, for me, in, in terms of the best song, and I know this is cheating, but I, I could only narrow it down to five.
1: Okay. All right. What do you got? Um,
0: all right. Number one: um, "Under My Thumb" by the Rolling Stones.
1: That's a that's a real life event.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, my understanding of this is that Mick Jagger had this girlfriend who was very tiny, and her name was Je- Jeannie von Trimble and uh she was a half tall
1: a half tall a half what
0: half an inch
1: why wow okay that's that's Very that's tiny. pretty small a half inch
0: yeah yeah so the the big problem is that he was also seeing uh Marion faithful at the time, and he really couldn't risk the bad press that would come with this thing that he's you know he's cheating so when he and Jeannie were at a a pub or a party, he would hide her under his thumb.
1: Huh. Okay, well, that's news. I mean, I'd never heard that.
0: Yeah, it's in a couple of books, I think. Um, But, you know, she she ended up leaving Jagger because of his constant philandering, and uh, then she ended up marrying um, Uriah Heap, guitarist, Nick Box, several years later
1: oh okay well that's a that's a fun that's a fun coupling
0: yeah yeah um, uh conversely one of my other all time favorites is trampled underfoot by Led zeppelin
1: okay, which is the opposite of under my thumb exactly under my foot, basically.
0: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And this, that song, I'm not sure if you knew this, it's based on a real incident that happened to Jimmy Page. Uh, He was on holiday in Blackpool and there was a parade through town and it featured this large elephant. And um, so Jimmy, he loves animals. So he goes up to the elephant and he approaches it to, to feed it some, some peanuts but the elephant got scared by the dragons on uh, Jimmy's satin flared pants and charged sure. at Jimmy. And at one point, the elephant had his giant um, hoof. Wait, are are they hoofs or what are they? I, are they paws?
1: I just would say feet.
0: Yeah, maybe, yeah I don't know if it's hoof. <laughs> you, know, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like that scene in, in, in Goodfellas.
1: So what thing is that?
0: They're there at uh, Marty's mother's house. Oh, yeah. They're in the kitchen, and Pesci's and talking about the deer they hit, and he goes, I love you, Mom! I want to be with you, Mom! Love that. Deer.
1: Yeah. So that's, yeah, this is, this is not unlike that.
0: It's not. Anyway, so <laughs>
1: the, the elephant... I mean, it's, it's a, a little like, unlike it.
0: I think it's sort of like it.
1: No, I think it's sort of like it, but it's definitely unlike it also, on, on second thought.
0: Maybe it's like it's like 60% unlike it and 40% like it.
1: I might go for more of a 65-35 split on that one.
0: Oh, that's frustrating for me.
1: Hey, well, I'll we'll take a number.
0: The way the old cookie crumbles, right?
1: That is the way the old cookie crumbles, I guess. But it's only a 5 Point swing from what you said.
0: Okay, I, I've never heard that phrase before, but I'm intrigued by it. Is it golf?
1: Uh no, it's it's not. It's just numbers.
0: Go, uh, okay, I got it. All right,
1: just just regular numbers.
0: I like it. that's a great band name.
1: Just regular numbers.
0: No, e- either the regular numbers or regular numbers. What do you think they sound like?
1: regular numbers maybe would be like a uh a retro thing to, right
0: to this di- to this day i've never heard the urban verbs but it that's exactly what i think regular numbers would sound like
1: okay so you think they'd sound a little more like a like a, a second second wave uh new wave
0: I think they'd sound like a band fronted by a, a younger sibling of someone more famous.
1: Hmm. Okay. Like and like let's get,
0: uh. Let's get back to this this elephant story, okay?
1: Sure. That's right. We okay. went. We we took a little bit of a scenic route there.
0: We went so far off this elephant thing.
1: Well, we're back on the elephant now.
0: Now that is a title. I'm sorry, I keep doing this, but you you're a Title Genius.
1: Yeah, Back on the Elephant would be a good um that'd be a pretty good album title.
0: Like a monkeys album title.
1: The monkeys, back on the well no, not really. What would it mean to be back on the elephant?
0: Well, they're all part of the jungle scene. was so dismissive True. the way you said that oh
1: my well, god well you know you're right you're right that was a little it was a little cold and I apologize
0: it was really cold I'm I'm still just kind of like stinging from it you know how you get that spinning
1: no I, I do I do and I apologize if I if I in any way uh, hurt you okay we're
0: fine then we're good all right okay good all right, good saved by, save, saved by zero
1: right back at zero we're saved by zero just like Cy Kernan said
0: I'm, uh, and uh, and Jamie West Orem One of the great rock and roll names of all time
1: Yes and they really uh, They really were uh, They they did such a service for, for Tina Turner
0: They did And now they're printing money With these commercial placements
1: Yeah they like to drop that song And uh, I hear that song in like I think finan- Finance commercials Yes, yeah. And I'm looking at uh, a lot of people are referring to them just as feet.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Find us on your podcast app of choice, or watch us on youtube at youtube.com slash office hours live. who are the animals because I, I don't smell them, smell them. <laughs> All
0: right, so the elephant is about to step down on jimmy page's face when his trainer Diverts his attention away, and Jimmy was almost flagrantly smushed by this patchyderm. I mean, it could have been the end of, of everything. No Led Zeppelin? Oh,
1: no, that would have really that would have really ended the whole thing. Because Jimmy Page you can't keep going without Jimmy Page?
0: Nope, can't do it. Can't you know? Hey, you know, there, there's another Zeppelin song about an animal they came in contact with.
1: Uh huh. What's that? Um,
0: it, it was a dog named uh, Marvin, and he lived at uh, Headley Grange, which is where uh, they recorded Led Zeppelin IV.
1: Uh huh. I don't know if it's IV. I think that might be. Um, if that's a four.
0: Are you? Sh- I always thought it was IV because the old guy on the cover with the sticks. Hmm. He was on his way to the hospital because he was very dehydrated from you know picking up all these sticks all day and he was going to get an i v drip of uh okay. woods of some of some sort
1: so yeah well that's I think you're projecting a fair amount onto your interpretation of that cover
0: I don't know he's pretty pretty uh, decrepit
1: well look, the old guy certainly looks like he could he could he could do with a b twelve shot.
0: Yeah, and no one was drinking water back then. It was all soda and, you know, and tea. I mean, chances are he was down at the pub having a uh, a Fanta or something, orange Fanta.
1: I would say if he was at the pub, he was probably having uh, Enjoying, a, right? a, 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 a lager.
0: Several pints, right?
1: He's probably having a pint, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, all right, anyway, so... Getting back to Marvin the dog, he was a very lazy, overweight Uh, dog, and and the the guys in Zeppelin and, and, uh, you know, they're always trying to get him to play and romp around, but ultimately Marvin would just end up peeing in all their beds.
1: uh Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, he sometimes would go from room to room peeing in the beds, And, and sometimes he would also do numbers two and three in the beds.
1: Oh, that's just that's just a living nightmare.
0: It's sick, yeah.
1: It's sick. It's sick, and it's that's also sad. I'd say it's equal parts sick and sad.
0: It is. I would give that a seventy
1: thirty. I would see. I'd probably still go with this. I'd go with more of the sixty forty split you had said earlier with that one.
0: Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds great, Craig.
1: Uh huh. Tom. Um. But okay, look, so I'm not Tom. sure about the the veracity of some of these uh, you're telling me.
0: Well, look, this, this Dave Marvin, he was a very vengeful cur, Tom. And, um, but his name lives on in Black Dog's opening line, which, of course, is Hey, Hey, Marvin said so the way you move, going to make you sweat, going to make you groove. Uh-huh. Yeah, they wanted Marvin to get healthy and more active.
1: Sure, sure. And that, that, that tracks, except for the fact they're not saying Hey, Hey, Ma- Marvin.
0: Sure they are.
1: They're saying Hey, Hey, Mama.
0: Wait, they're that to their mother. That's sick.
1: Well, if it was literally their mother, then yeah, you'd have a good case on that one. But um, I just think it's it's it, we're maybe a little off target here in terms of okay what the what your original topic was.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, you know, um, Martin was he was just a, a bad dog. It turns out he later. Uh, Couple of years later, almost uh, severed Bill Wyman. <laughs> dropped my um, I dropped. I ha look. It, it's a man purse, all right. I'm not going to lie. It's a man purse. Anyway, it it has this Velcro that's been very iffy lately, and it just just fell to the floor. So.
1: So you're saying Marvin nearly did what to Bill Wyman?
0: I can't. I can't really say. It basically almost severed part of his body.
1: That's awful. Yeah. Well, Marvin hey, seemed like a, a kind of a nightmare.
0: He was a nightmare dog, yeah. But while yeah. we're on the topic of animal attacks, Tom, yeah, I have to put Hart's uh, Barracuda in my top five.
1: Okay. And why is that?
0: Well, because, of course, that song is about the day that the Wilson sisters were. Um, swimming in a Wisconsin lake on a day off and they were viciously attacked by a cinch of piranhas did you know that a a group of piranhas is called a cinch
1: I didn't know that and I also didn't know that the Wilson sisters were attacked by anything
0: oh yes oh yeah yeah it was scary anyway Anne and Nancy were surrounded by these piranhas and they bit off Anne's left arm that's not true is it? it is that's Yes, that's why you never see her playing softball or many other sports. She's had a prosthetic arm since 1977.
1: Because piranhas chewed it off.
0: Yeah, yeah. But the word piranha didn't work in the context of the song syllabically, so they changed mm-hmm. it to barracuda because it's one more one more syllable. And they also changed it so that that cinch of piranhas couldn't sue them for defamation.
1: They always had an angle on the on the business side of things.
0: They did. They did. Yeah. Um uh also I love this song uh Shine On You Crazy Diamond by Pink Floyd.
1: Mhm. Okay. Well, now this one Some of these other ones were a little bonkers. I got to say this one I do know is actually based on a true story.
0: Oh, awesome. I'm so
1: glad you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. No, no. This is this song is the tribute a uh, song that the the band did to former uh, Pink Floyd leader and founder uh, Sid Barrett. What? I,
0: I don't know where you got that faulty information, but it's way off.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Well, here, here's what the song is is, a, is is about. Remember when Pink Floyd played in, in the ruins in Pompeii? Yes. Well. What happened when they were there was straight out of that Brady Bunch episode where Bobby finds that tiki and it turns out to be cursed. Yeah. So, basically, Roger Walters, he's he's, a bassist and singer?
1: Yeah. Uh, Waters. Pardon me? Waters.
0: I think you're you're thinking of Maxine Maxine Waters, who's a, a politician of some sort.
1: No. I'm thinking of the story of the song the way I've understood it for a long time. Okay,
0: well, well, it here's what happened, uh this this Roger from Pink Floyd, he he found this brilliant stone in the ruins in Pompeii and it turned okay. out to have these magical powers.
1: Like what magical powers did it have?
0: Well, well, at, at, at first it had many benefits for Roger himself. It, it made him look really good in those tight T-shirts he always wore. Um,
1: yeah, no, he's pretty, he's pretty in shape for an old guy.
0: Very in shape, yes, yeah. Um, it, it also gave Roger the idea to write about something all 15-year-old stoners in America could identify with, which was, of course, the ravages of World War I on British society.
1: Yeah, no, I really feel like uh, every Pink Floyd record is also kind of like a, a music class and a history class. Yes, he's a teacher. He's he's
0: he was the original Yola Tango. You know, when Yola Tango plays a regular set, or if they want to go deep, they play a teaching set.
1: Uh huh. To just so you learn about the music yeah, and what makes it yeah. special.
0: Right. Yeah. But most important. Mm -hmm. with this magical stone and this was ultimately a bad thing the stone caused roger to believe that everything he did and said was the only way possible and and the stone or the crazy diamond as it is known in the song ended up causing this huge irreparable rift between the other guys in the band and roger so Eventually, the stone lost its power, most likely because of the negative energy that it unleashed. And uh, Roger even had the stone destroyed after it failed to make Nick Mason drum faster.
1: Uh huh. Well, no, that that seems to track. That that there's no logic holes in that. That doesn't make sense.
0: I'm I think being it makes, sarcastic. Makes perfect sense, but but. M- moving on, my no- my number one song, Yeah. Message in a Bottle by the Police.
1: Okay, yeah, that's a classic.
0: Great. And the story behind it is amazing. Oh, my God.
1: What is the story behind it?
0: Well, it, it's, about, it's about the time the police were flying to a show in Japan on the Outlandos tour. And the plane had these terrible engine problems, and it had to ditch in the water. Mhm. And the police were the only survivors and the three of them paddled to this tiny island and they survived for 3 weeks before being rescued by a fishing boat.
1: Okay. How did they survive?
0: Well, I sh- I should say two of them survived. They had to um they had to eat andy
1: so Sting and Stuart Copeland ate Andy Summers.
0: Yeah. Um he, Andy was the oldest and, and the smallest, so it made sense.
1: Well, wouldn't it make sense to eat Stuart Copeland since he's the biggest?
0: No, he, he was super lean. You know, he, oh. he would he would roller skate, you know, to keep in shape also. And I I don't think he was a stranger to doing at least five hundred push ups a day. hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the the Andy Summers who was in the police from 1979 to present day uh, is an imposter.
1: Hold on. So the guy who was in the police after this incident, all the way through their their huge success, and then their breakup and reunion.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: That's just that's a that's an imposter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's like Megadeth. You know, the, the guys from Metallica actually killed Dave Mustaine.
1: All right, I've never heard this before.
0: Oh yeah, I've seen it in, in, in a couple books.
1: A couple books.
0: Yeah.
1: W- what happened?
0: I guess you know that he was really annoying them, and so they just uh, woke up one morning and, and stabbed him.
1: It's terrible, and I don't It'll know if bad. that's true though.
0: I, I, I I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah.
1: Well, I would hope you'd be more than pretty sure before you throw something that extreme out into the world.
0: Well, you know, oh, no. What? Oh, no. Tom, this whole time I've been talking to you,
1: Hmm.
0: I've i been at my job at the Newbridge uh, News weather station. Okay. Yeah, and I just looked at my screen, and there's a huge tidal wave headed directly towards the Quince cities. Oh, my God. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh wait. Oh, oh, my God. What? It, it, it was just a shadow on my monitor screen. Um, oh, my God. I'm so relieved. Huge relief. You know of you know the singer Gigi Allen?
1: Yes, I do.
0: Well, he, he he passed away a few years ago. But anyway, a, a, a friend gave me a Gigi Allen bobblehead doll for Christmas, and I have it on my desk, and I guess the light hit it in this weird way, and it casts this very weird shadow on the, on the monitor. Mm-hmm. Everything's uh, okay. God, that was scary. Whew.
1: No, that sounds terrifying. And, uh, yeah. Geez, that G.G. Uh, Allen bobblehead sounds like a ton of fun.
0: Oh, it is- Oh, no.
1: What?
0: Oh, no. What is that? Oh, no. It wasn't a shadow from my bobblehead. There there really is a giant wave coming. Oh, oh,
1: okay, well you gotta you gotta be safe.
0: I do, I do, I gotta send a message now. Tom, this is straight out of that film, The Poseidon Adventure, when the captain of the Poseidon, Ricky Dreyfus, looks into his binoculars and he sees that massive wave and he yells, uh, guys, the boat needs to be warned." and he chomps on his cigar. Oh my God!
1: I don't know if you're getting your movies right. I mean, I know you're in a a state of panic right now.
0: Come on, we're in serious danger. No time to nitpick, Um, Tom. I need, I need, I need one favor from you, please.
1: Okay, what is the favor?
0: All right. Well, for the last four years, I've been writing some very graphic erotic fiction about me. my boss and everyone here at the Newbridge News weather
1: station? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well, is this something... Do you want me to destroy this?
0: Destroy it? Oh, my God. No, I I want you to get it in the hands of Aaron Sorkin or David Mandel or, at the very least, Larry Flynn Jr.
1: Why would I do that? So that it could be published?
0: Well... Well, I, I think I heard somewhere that you used to have half a drop of juice in the TV world. Like, maybe you were a, a gopher on the set of Emily's Reasons Why Not. Is that right? I don't know. Maybe you were. It's hard to say, I guess.
1: I don't know. Uh,
0: okay. Well, I don't
1: know, my friend. I, all I know is that that siren's still going.
0: It is still going. Okay, look. The erotic scenarios are my legacy, and I need them to live on. Please let the world know of my gift for the erotic fair. Oh no, there she blows up.
1: Oh. (laughs) Oh no. I think he's gone. I think he's gone. Well, I hope he's okay. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne, segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Neck. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support the best show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash the best show. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at best show for life. That's best show number four, life.